Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us on this Monday evening. So 89 state legislators here in North Dakota not happy, not happy that NDSU has partnered with Planned Parenthood for a sex education course for teachers. One of those legislators is going to join us here in just a moment for stay tuned for that. We start tonight though with President Trump's state visit to the UK and I got to tell you I would give almost anything to be a fly on the wall for this trip. I'm going to explain why here in a moment. I get, I get all the niceties, the pomp and circumstance. It's, it's fun to watch. But the real reason that I would love to be a fly on the wall during this UK trip is you got to ask yourself this. You've heard a lot of conversation about it. Could it be true? Is it true that the UK was part of this silent coup to overthrow an American presidential election. Before you go, oh my gosh, Berg, what are you talking about? I'm going to give you a specific example here in a moment, and then I'm going to break down for you exactly what I'm referring to here and why this state visit is so important. This is a uh, clip I'm going to share with you. This is President Trump from Friday, May 24th. He was asked about his decision to, remember, declassify everything regarding the Russia hoax and what President Trump hopes or suggests Attorney General Bill Barr is going to look into now that everything is declassified. So I want you to listen closely, think about where President Trump is right now today, and then listen to this clip from May 24th. But for over a year, people have asked me to declassify. So what I've done is I've declassified everything. He can look, and I hope he looks at the UK, and I hope he looks at Australia, and I hope he looks at Ukraine. I hope he looks at everything, because there was a hoax that was perpetrated on our country. It's the greatest hoax, excuse me, excuse me. It's the greatest hoax probably in the history of our country and somebody has to get to the bottom of it. We'll see, but for a long time. Did you hear that? He said, I hope he looks at the UK and Australia. He also mentioned the Ukraine, but I really want to focus on the UK tonight. And here's why, I don't know if you're familiar with a thing called the Five Eyes, but you've got the UK, Australia, which he mentioned there, New Zealand, Canada, the United States are a part of what's called the Five Eyes. Now, the Five Eyes, when I say eyes, it's E-Y-E-S. It's sort of an intelligence uh, agreement that we have with all these different countries that says, hey, you know what? We're going to share intelligence with each other fairly freely. So think about that for a moment. We've got this agreement to share intelligence fairly freely. So I'm going to drop a couple names here and see if they ring a bell for you. Stefan Helper. Does that name ring a bell? If that name doesn't ring a bell, maybe Osra Turk. Does that ring a bell for any of you out there? How about George Papadopoulos? Remember, George Papad, he's the guy that essentially was entrapped by Stefan Helper and Osra Turk. Osra Turk, that's not her real name. She's the person that showed up as a confidential informant. Some are suggesting the FBI. George Papad thinks she's CIA, but that showed up in London to start inquiring about the Trump campaign and working with Russia. Let's be crystal clear about something here. This is why I brought up the five eyes. Believe me, the U.S. is not dropping a confidential informant, whether it's with the FBI or the CIA. We're not dropping CIs into the U.K. without them knowing about it. They were crystal clear that Stefan Helper was showing up. They were crystal clear that this quote-unquote Osra Turk was going to be inside London trying to, I would say, entrap, George Papadie would say the same thing, entrap George Papadopoulos to spy on the Trump campaign. So the UK essentially helped facilitate this. Now here's where it gets really fascinating. We're gonna find out because tomorrow, President Trump is gonna sit down with the current prime minister of the UK, Theresa May. We're gonna find out, hey, is President Trump gonna sit down and go, hey, 
what's going on here? What happened here in 2016? Because what's important to note is that Theresa May, she's out June 7th. She's done June 7th, folks, so she's really got nothing to lose. And you may remember when Theresa May stood up and quote-unquote resigned, it was a short speech and it ended in tears because I believe she knows what went down here. And now she's got to confront President Trump and find out what's happening. And here's where it's going to be fascinating to watch. Because President Trump has now declassified everything, he's going to see what actually took place in this Five Eyes Agreement between the U.K. and the U.S., and what does President Trump want right now from the UK? Julian Assange. Will the UK actually extradite Julian Assange or not? Because we know that Assange is able to give up some goods. I want you to remember this as well. Julian Assange right now has been labeled, I don't want to say framed, but labeled as part of the situation where the DNC server was hacked. Remember that DNC server that was hacked? There was the Podesta emails. Uh, allegedly, Assange was the person that got those emails from Russia and then put them out on the internet. That might be true, okay? We, we may have to go with that, but here's the thing where I've got an issue with. This DNC server, the one that we have been told was you know, hacked by Russia and was given all that information to Assange and he's the one that leaked it. You gotta ask yourself this. Why did the FBI never get its actual hands and eyes on the server? You may remember the DNC, the DNC hired a firm called CrowdStrike, and then the FBI just said, well, hey, CrowdStrike told us that it was Russia, so it must be Russia. Really, you're gonna, you're gonna take CrowdStrike, a, a company hired by the DNC, you're gonna take their word with no third-party confirmation that, yeah, it was Russia that hacked the DNC servers? I don't know about you folks, but to me, that is absolutely ridiculous. So what you might see tomorrow, what I'm suggesting here, with all that context, and it's not going to be done publicly, but privately, what's going to happen with President Trump and Theresa May regarding what happened in the 2016 election, and are they essentially, potentially, going to extradite Julian Assange? Remember, Theresa May is out June 7th. There's a guy who is now the Foreign Secretary of the UK. He's actually running to be their next Prime Minister. He was on Face the Nation yesterday. He was asked about the extradition of Julian Assange. Here's some of what he had to say. Do I think, uh, would I want to stand in the way of Julian Assange facing justice? No, I would not. President Trump has said. So there's more to that quote, but essentially he's saying, look, I don't want to get in the way of Julian Assange facing justice. I don't want to get in the way of that. So President Trump knows there's some levers here. We'll see if they actually extradite Assange or not. But this is going to be a fascinating trip to watch. Watch closely for some of the things, guys, some of the cues that are put out regarding the fact that everything now is declassified and the fact that we've got Julian Assange sitting in the UK. Would love to know your point of view on what I just shared with you there. All right, this week, NDSU and Planned Parenthood have teamed up to offer a sex education program known as the Personal Responsibility Education Program for Teachers across the state of North Dakota. Um, it's going to be here in Fargo, actually, I think the end of this week. Now, 89 North Dakota state legislators, they wrote a letter to uh, NDSU President Dean Bershani objecting to them teaming up with Planned Parenthood of Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota. One of those legislators who said, ah, this isn't a good idea is North Dakota State Senator Yana Myrtle. She joins us live in studio. Thank you so much for being here. We well, appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. And so what's your biggest objection to NDSU offering a program that is essentially, they're saying, hey, is this sort of overall sex education program? 
Well, there's several problems. And the letter that we originally sent to uh, uh, President Bashani asked the questions, you know, how is the funding that comes from federal government, but it's still our money, right? It's like, you know, and, and it comes through an institution that's state funded. So that's our concern. So <clears throat> just to touch on what the Fargo Forum said, we're meddling. No, we're not. This, we, we actually appropriate the monies that do go to NDSU and our higher ed. So when they uh, use their facilities to partner up with an organization like Planned Parenthood to do this with taxpayers' monies, we have a right to ask what's going on, why, because generally that organization has not been welcomed in North Dakota. And this, is, this has been going on since 2013 that legislators have been upset. So this was 89, we probably could have had 95 or 100, but you know, end of session, it got hectic and that's what we got. So we're asking questions, was this asked for? Who asked for this? The answer I got from NDSU, nobody did. Who requested it? Any teachers, DPI, anyone at all? Chris, nobody, a startling answer. So after we got the answers, and I have to credit NDSU and Bashani for giving a lengthy uh, three-page uh, letter back to us as legislators and a 53-page, I think you have it here, yeah. attachment of the whole thing. But uh, that raised even more concerns, you know. It's a, yeah, it's a long thing. Why specifically? I mean, what, so what's your, because let me, let me share this with you. So what they're saying is, and even President Bershani is saying, look, this is sort of a, a overall sex education program. They've got some pieces in there about, hey, as you hit puberty and adolescence and, you know, self-empowerment, self-development type programs. And they are saying these people that, hey, North Dakota right now is just teaching abstinence. And according to the Journal of Adolescent Health in 2017, abstinence isn't as effective as an overall sex education program. So what's wrong with bringing in this overall program and helping our young students possibly prevent unwanted pregnancies? Well, one fact, we are teaching other things than abstinence in our schools. Actually, when I was a parent, before my kids got to high school, I helped with that in our local schools. And no, we teach pretty comprehensive sex ed. So we don't need this. And DPI, I went to DPI, had a DPI, Ms. Basler, and asked, is this something that we're missing? Are we looking for something that we don't have in North Dakota? Answer is no, no nobody's asked for it. Our problem as legislators was the partner and the outreach. So now we found out through the answer that basically, Chris, they've taken the money um, from the federal government uh, via the grant, the C-PREP grant it's called, that NDSU applied for, and then they funneled it to Planned Parenthood. So basically, NDSU is being used as a conduit, if you will, as a mouthpiece for a very radical organization that many, many people, most people don't want in our state and certainly don't want in our classrooms. I think I showed you a book that they use in other states that is so incredibly crazy to show to 10, yes, 10-year-olds 10, 10 and up of sexual relations and how to do sexual things. And, and it's so graphic. I, I grew up in Europe. I'm used to a little bit more graphic things than, than, uh, than Americans. I, it's pretty sick. So I do want to ask you some more questions, but just brought in since you brought this up. So this is the book. It's perfectly normal. Um, it's 641 p.m. right now. And the reason I bring up the time is because I cannot <laughs> show you what's inside this book at 641 p.m. on TV. And yet, correct me if I'm wrong, Senator, that this is essentially what they want to put in uh, rooms, classrooms, potentially with 10-year-olds. Potentially. Well, this is material that Planned Parenthood uses across the nation. I don't know what they use in North Dakota. I'm not, I'm not sure what the program happening in Dickinson today is. Our concern is, why is NDSU being used as a conduit But But again, I would go back the to money. the fact, I would say this, our, our rate of decreasing teen pregnancy yep. is not lowered as much as the United States average, meaning that we're, we don't, it's not lowering as quickly as the rest of the United States is. Mm -hmm. So what they would say is, hey, if we've got a more comprehensive program, 
maybe that'll help decrease unwanted teen pregnancies, which is ultimately what you want, correct? Absolutely, but so why only... So then maybe only... this is a function to do that. Well, and then the second question we had is, was anybody else looked at? Anybody, any other entity looked at? Answer is no. We went right to Planned Parenthood. But why was there no one else looked at? There's other, other um, entities that have done it in the past in North Dakota. DPI says that their teachers are doing it well in schools right now. There, my, our problem is there isn't a problem teaching it. Now, can we control morally what kids do and don't do? But the other thing is it's the partner. It's the partner because of what Planned Parenthood stands for, Chris, because Dr. Wen, who's the new president of Planned Parenthood, said in a tweet, I think it was in January, our foremost goal is to promote and ensure wider access to abortion. And if you follow the money and follow their train of thought and follow that organization, frankly, its history, they are an abortion organization, period. And they have lied in the past about uh, mammograms and all kinds of things, which is not true. Why does a state-funded college seek a partnership with them and helps them get our taxpayers' monies out of Washington, D.C. to go into teach basically our children, because they're teaching our teachers who are then going to teach their children. There are other ways to do that. We're already doing it. DPI has assured me we're already doing it. That is a local control issue. Right. We don't want them We there. may already be doing it, but I guess that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. if our rate of decreasing unwanted pregnancies isn't as good as the rest of the country, maybe our program's not as effective, and so someone over at NDSU is going, hey, maybe this is a more effective... Then let's make I'm, it more effective outside of Planned Parenthood is what we are saying. And that's what I'm saying. The yeah. reason they chose these people, according to what Dean Prashani said, is because there's no other options. So what that tells me is there's a market for a different, better program. Well, yes? Who asked for it? Who asked for it? Nobody asked for exactly. it. Exactly. And so I don't know. I haven't read the, the, the things that you're talking about. but And we can argue back and forth of, of kids. We have a huge problem, too, by the way, in North Dakota, of underage of binge drinking and underage drinking. Are we going to partner with liquor companies to, to get better liquor or, or more safe liquor to, to children? Are we going to partner with tobacco companies because we have major vaping pro pro problem, too? Planned Parenthood may teach some worthy stuff, but I would say 99% of the reason they're in here, Chris, they're looking for future clients. So they period. have said that, hey, we're not going to talk anything about abortion in this program. Yeah. There's one in Friday this week. Are you going to go there and, and audit it to see what's going on? I or? don't think you can go, and you have to pay $50. You have to be a teacher. Um, I have You're a, a state legislator. I'm not going to let you audit it. Oh, hey, I would love to. I'd love to go and sit there. But we also know that they have kind of tempered it down, what they're teaching in North Dakota. But again, we go back to the fact that they're calling this research. NDSU is saying, we're doing it research, it's academic freedom. We're saying, no, it's not research, it's outreach. And you're not, it's not academic freedom because academic freedom deals with instruction in the classroom and, and studies in the classroom. This is an arm that they've just funneled money to that is not doing research. And I have the research, I think I gave it to you. I asked for that this winter, research from former. It was a page and a half. And one of the points of research was that one participant teacher said, and I'm quoting it, Chris, uh, I'm glad now because I feel more qualified to help them find where to get contraceptives. Really? You don't know where Walmart or CVS is? Well, to be uh, fair is that too, research? Is that you research? Know, if you go through this, this information, I mean, there's $2,000 of federal taxpayer money going towards contraceptives in the state of North Dakota. That seemed like a high number to me, but obviously I don't. I don't. I'm going to give you the last word. So what's your ultimate outcome? Ultimate outcome for me would be that NDSU sees that, that their charter is ag research, their charter is not this thing here, and, and that they realize that they're being used by an organization that's under investigation all around the country that is an, a, a, actually a racist eugenics organization that have never, and you know Margaret Sanger, their founder, nobody in Planned Parenthood, including the local ones, have ever stated 
that they've retracted any of her statements. So what we were asking, and I thank him for answering us, but we're still deeply concerned, and I've heard from tons of alumni that I don't know, and many of these 89 legislators in the last two days, we're digging in deeper. They need to find a better way to do it. North Dakota can do it. We can take care of our kids. We don't need an organization like Planned Parenthood to get right. federally funded money through a state funded And ultimately what you're saying is that, hey, money's fungible, and so, yeah, it may not be used specifically for X, but it can well, easily be fungible used for Y. Yeah. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it.